Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. the window I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window open it and stick your head out and yell are you feeling dangerous this weekend that's why I have the helmets the Dolphins and the Patriots Patriots 18 and a half point favorites on the road in Miami you touching this game if it closes at 18.5 for the Patriots, favorites in this one, it would be one of the biggest road favorites in NFL history. The other times, it happened three other times since the Super Bowl era, since they started keeping track of this stuff in the Super Bowl era. And it's hard exactly to give a, uh, to, to have a record of all the, all the sports books, because some, some uh, sports books have it larger than others. But FanDuel Sportsbook right now, We'll go with that. 18 and a half. It opened at 15 and a half. The Patriots favorites over the Dolphins this week. Uh, it's now 18 and a half. Money's coming in on the Patriots. But how dangerous do you feel right now? You're going to touch this game on the board. You're going to um, take the Patriots 18 and a half point favorites to cover in Miami, a place they have struggled in the past. We, we uh, remember Rob Gronkowski fumbling over his own feet and, and uh, with that <laughs> last ditch effort for the Dolphins to win on that uh, flea flicker and, uh, you know, Hail Mary, what have you. Oh, didn't work. Miami won last year. And it's hot in Florida, humid. Patriots don't play well there. Brian Flores is the head coach, defensive coordinator for the Patriots for so many years. Now in Miami, good buddies with Bill Belichick. Would Bel- Bill Belichick run up the score on his buddy? But the Dolphins, eh, 59-10 to 10 against the Ravens week one. They're... Uh, they're not going to admit it, but they're tanking this year. They're rebuilding. It's a better word to use. New coach, new regime down there. They want their own players. Traded everyone of note and of skill away. But 18's a lot. 18 and a half's a lot of points to light. Welcome in to At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guastamacchia. Thank you. It's a, going to be another great week of football. Week three in college football on the schedule and... We don't have really sexy matchups like we will have next Saturday, the 21st. That's when it's going to be some fun. Four top 25 matchups as we speak right now, but the polls will come out again on Monday and everything will change, but nothing's going to change. Michigan's going to be at Wisconsin. That's going to be a top 15 game, so that'll stay on the board. USC and Utah, that's a Friday night game. That's on the board uh, next week. You have Georgia and you have Notre Dame. Notre Dame traveling to Athens, that's on the board next week. So a lot to look forward to next week. But we got to get past this week first. And we'll, we'll do that with Pete Futek, who joins us every Friday at 4.40 p.m. Eastern time. He will uh, join me. We'll go over the big games or at least the most intriguing games on the betting docket as I see it this weekend. Uh, he's from College Football News. We're going to talk about the Giants and Buffalo Bills matchup week two. It's intriguing to me. Sterling Shepard has been ruled out for the Giants, so they're probably 
scouring the practice squads around the NFL looking for some wide receiver help because it's 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 really getting uh, really bare there in uh, New York uh, with Golden Tate missing his second game due to his suspension. He'll be back after four four games, so we'll do that with Lance Meadow. He's the pre. Uh, host, uh, the pre-halftime and post-game host on the WFAN radio network, the New York Giants radio network here in New York. Uh, we'll talk to him about the Giants and the Bills this week and also go over some other NFL headlines with Lance Meadow. That's coming up at 425 p.m. Eastern time. But I want to begin with Cam Newton and that atrocious performance from the former NFL MVP, just he was missing guys by by ten yards, twenty yards yesterday. Curtis Samuel had a big game. He would have had an even bigger game. He was open all night. And one of the most underappreciated—I don't want to say under—underrated—thrown out there a lot. But Curtis Samuel would probably be a star already if he was on another football team with a competent quarterback. Let's say on a team with a top ten quarterback. And that's not Cam Newton right now. Cam Newton. It, 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 maybe it's due to his injury, his shoulder, his foot. Uh, Ron Rivera did not say that yesterday any of the poor performance from Cam Newton was due to injury, so he's not using that excuse. Cam Newton kind of alluded to that in his postgame presser, uh, but he did say he has to play better. The fourth and in inches uh, with uh, Christian McCaffrey running the football, the little trickeration they want to use with the game on the line, I don't know what the hell that was. I mean, North Turner, Ron Rivera ultimately gets the blame for me. He's the head coach. He gets the blame. What is going on? You got to run Cam Newton. Now, was it due because they don't want to get Cam Newton beat up any more than he already is getting beat up? Because that offensive line sucks. I mean, the, the left tackle was beaten, what, three times by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Barrett was had him having a field day. That's not going to get any better. So Cam Newton's continuing to take a lot of hits. His accuracy, though, I mean, is that due to injury? I don't know, but we do know this. It's not going to get better anytime soon. If it is due to injury, he's going to have to play going forward. And if he doesn't play, backup quarterback, you really uh, going to trust yourself with Will Greer or, or Griffin or whomever is, is there now backing up Cam Newton in Carolina? Just an atrocious performance from Cam Newton. Never was really accurate in his NFL career, except for that great NFL MVP season that he had. His numbers... I've been declining. Last year, he, he was bad, but it was due to injury. This year, he's supposedly healthy, although we don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But Cam was bad last night. Bucks give them credit and Todd Bowles' defense credit, too. They played well. All right, coming up next, we're going to look at the best props for NFL week number two. That's next, coming up on At The Window. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 Week-days-noon-to-2-p.m.-eastern-on-the-Evan-T.S.Y.Sports-Network-and-on-your-popular-podcast-providers. The best prop bets for the week in the NFL. Fourth and two, McCaffrey's going to pass, and wide open Martinez! How about it? At the Window presents RPO. RPO is the purest form of communism. All right, it's that time of the week. We are going to look at NFL player props for week two in the NFL. And as we do every Friday, I'll welcome in my buddy, Chris Kofsky, the Temple Senior. I, I, I want to start with that, though. I, I went 4-2 and two last week. We picked six player props. You were 3-3, three and three, so I have a one-game lead as we speak, Chris. So uh, yeah, you have some catching up to do, buddy. And, of course, it was Josh Allen who got you and uh, screwed me, but it's okay. Another week. All right, before we get to the props, though, real quick, because we don't have a lot of time. You're, you go to school at Temple. They're playing Maryland. Mm-hmm. Big, 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 big football game as far as I'm concerned. I know oh, Gabe yeah. Morenzi's in the pit right now, and Greg Sussman's in the pit. They are listening intently right now to what you were going to say. How can Temple win this football game uh, on Saturday? Well, they're going to have to contain Josh Jackson. He's been great, you know, mobile, throwing it, ru- throwing on the run. He's really good at that. Temple's got to contain him in the pocket a little bit, but Temple's got to go toe-to-toe with Josh Jackson with their starting quarterback, Anthony Russo. I expect this game to be a big shootout offensive juggernauts. So as long as Anthony Russo can not turn the ball over and kind of play smart football, Temple can go toe-to-toe with this Maryland offense. All right. Right now, the, the spread's uh, minus seven. Maryland's favored by seven right now. Uh, they look, they've yeah. looked great. It's a uh, 12 o'clock start on Saturday. I, all eyes are going to be on that, on that game. 66.5 is the total, by the way. The way Maryland's scoring, 
What, what do you what do you think? If you have to lean one way or, or the other, you're going to go over 66 and a half? Oh, yeah. Today I had a show um, with the radio station. And I took the over. I said the score was going to be 48 to 45. Temple wins this game. So I'm taking the <laughs> over by a lot in this game. Chris, Chris, <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you think you were getting a job here at any point? Just wondering. <laughs> That's uh, Greg Sussman. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't you, know, Greg. You, it's a little rivalry reek for us, right? You, you're not. Un- just, oh, I'm I, just letting you know, Greg. That's not uh, nice. Just be, wow. just, I'm just being honest. Wow. I'm sorry for interrupting you, Sean. All right, no, no problem. I mentioned your name, so I wanted you to jump in. Uh, here I am. <laughs> all right, proud Maryland alum. There, all right. Yeah, right. It's it's about time. It's about time Maryland's been yeah. relevant. I mean, all right, <laughs> in football, yeah. in football. Temple beat him last year, though, so we'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. N- enough smack talk. Let's get to the NFL, baby. All right, prop bets. Chris, fire away. We'll look at six. And we'll tell you whether to run with it. We'll have some run um, props. We'll have some pass props. So we'll run with it or pass with the prop bet. Here we go, Chris. First one up. All right. First one up. Dalvin Cook going against the Green Bay Packers. Over or under 70 and a half rushing yards for Dalvin Cook this week? Uh, improved Green Bay Packers defense, right? I have to admit that. They were atrocious last year. Uh, but I love Dalvin Cook. I like that offensive line. I've talked about that all offseason. <clears throat> He is the key to the Vikings offense. Look, they won last week with Cousins passing for 98 passing yards. I mean, that's unheard of. It's all about Dalvin Cook. If he can stay healthy, he went over 100. He's going to go over that total this week. I like Dalvin Cook over with the rushing yards. Ah, I'm going to disagree with you, Sean. I think oh. this is going to be Green Bay all day in this game. I think the Vikings are going to be behind a lot. I think they're going to have to throw the ball more than they're going to have to run the ball. I can see Dalvin Cook with anywhere from maybe 55 to 60 Rushing yards, but I don't think he's going to go over 70 in this game. All right, game. good. We disagree there as it's up on the big board there, the prop bets for this weekend. All right, let's go. All right, over 70 and a half rushing yards. Dalvin Cook, I say. You say under. I say over. All right, number two. All right, we got Damian Williams going against the Raiders. Over or under 28 and a half receiving yards for Damian Williams? Boy, that, that's really a tough one for me because, uh, you know, well, Sean McCoy is going to eat into his uh, playing time there in Kansas City. But... For what it's worth, I think he'll be the passing option, the, uh, the catcher uh, out of the backfield, for more so than LaShawn uh, Lush, McCoy. So I'm going to go over, over receiving yards, 28 and a half for Damian Williams this Sunday. What do you say? Uh, I, th- I agree with you on this one. I'm going over. No Tyreek Hill in this game. They're definitely going to use Damian Williams a lot more in the passing game. Not really worried that LaShawn McCoy is going to eat into his uh, reps in the passing game. So I think Damian Williams to get this with one catch, a 30-yard touchdown or something like that. I'll take the over. All right, so one. so far, I'm running with two of them, uh, and, and you are as well. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go. Number three. All right. Aaron Rodgers, over uh-huh. or under 260 and a half passing yards against the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday. Well, they can't run the football, the Green Bay Packers, with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. They don't seem to um, figure out who they like uh, in that backfield anyway. Um I, you know, they have a great defense. It's great secondary as well, the Vikings. So it's going to be tough sledding, passing on that, that offense, uh, that defense. But you know what? It's Aaron Rodgers. I think they'll put up some points against the Vikings defense as good as they are. So, yeah, I'm going to go over that passing total for Aaron Rodgers. Over. Yeah, I'm going to go over with that, too. I think, like I said before, I think this is going to be Green Bay all day in this game. I really like Rodgers to have a big bounce back game in this game. I could see over 260 very easily for Aaron Rodgers. All right, let's go. Number four, four of six here, prop bets for week number two in the NFL. Chris, All right. what's up? We got a little Ryan Fitz magic over oh under 215 and a half against the Patriots on Sunday. Right, I have the helmet here, the Dolphins helmet. It's not a bad helmet. <laughs> it's pretty cool, all right? You know, uh, I like it, yeah. 18 and a half point underdogs as we speak. 
not too bad, right? But it's going to be no, one of the no. fourth largest uh, um, <laughs> home dog there. All right. Um, in NFL history since the Super Bowl. Say that uh, prop once again because I was playing around with this helmet. Uh, one more time. Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> passing yards. Give, me to you. Give it to me again. 215 and a half over or under. Uh, I'm going to go over. I, I don't think they'll have a great game, but they're going to be behind. He's going to be passing for a bunch of yards. They don't want to play Josh Rosen. Uh, they did last week. He threw a pick. But um, So, yeah. Oh, easily over. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Passing I'm yard. going under. Oh. I'm going under. I think Fitzpatrick gets benched maybe in the second half of this game and Rosen comes in. I don't think he gets that. a chance to finish Maybe the game. Fourth. No, they yeah. might. Yeah, I, they, they might. If they're, if, if they're down big again, they might let Rosen come in there and get some reps in there. I don't think Fitzpatrick reaches 215 passing yards in this game. Good. We're, we disagree on two so far, so that's good. Last week, All only right. one. All right, number five. Yes. All right. Amari Cooper going against the Redskins. Over 77.5 receiving yards for Amari Cooper. Easily over. Josh Norman's good, but he's not as good as he once was. Did you see that uh, Cowboys offense against the Giants? They were unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Now. I know it's the Giants, and the Redskins are better defense than people give them credit for. But this is the Cowboys. This is Amari Cooper's the number one target there for Dak. Dak's going to continue to throw the rock. Uh, it's contract year for him. He wants to get, get that big money, right? All right, let's go. Over for Amari Cooper. I keep going over with all these player props. I don't yeah. like it. But, yeah, I got to go over. I'm, I'm going over, too, in this game. You're right. Uh, Josh Norman's not going to really be that big of a challenge for Amari Cooper. And you, like you said, they were phenomenal against the Giants last week. I expect them to pick up where they left off against the Redskins this week. All right, so all right, so we, we agree on three. We disagree on two. One more to go here, RPO at the window. Run pass option here with player props. Let's go. All right, number six. All right, we got a little double action here for Sunday Night Football. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz over or under one and a half touchdown passes for them. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz or Carson yeah. Wentz? Wait. No, both of them. Are Both they going them. to go over or under one and a half passing touchdowns? All right. Um, yeah. I expect a bounce-back performance from the Falcons' offense. They were awful in week number one playing at home, right? So I, I, I definitely money is on Matt Ryan. Now, Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles and, and Carson Wentz. I'm going to have to, you know, again, I keep going over these, these totals. I just don't see uh, the under here. So I'm going to go over both. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm going over in both of them, too. I expect the Falcons to bounce back a little bit in this game. And if they're bouncing back, then the Eagles are going to have to keep up with them. Carson Wentz had three touchdown passes last week. I think he'll have anywhere from two to three again this week. All right, so we, just, we disagree on two this week, which is one more than last week. I own a one-game lead, 4-2, over Chris, who went 3-3 three and three last week. Bonus here, Maryland uh, at Temple. I, you know, this is your squad, right? So you're going to go yeah. with Temple. You're taking the points, seven points? I'll take the seven points, and I'll take the over in that game. You're going to take the over? I'm going to take the over as well. I, I missed her over today. I, I definitely over. Maryland's <laughs> offense is crazy, Chris. With Mike Loxley, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be uh, stopped this week on the road. No. But I got to disagree. I, I like Maryland to cover oh. the seven points spread. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not going to be like there on, on campus. But, hey, it's, uh, it's all right. <laughs> no, it's, it's all right for this A lot of people week. are taking. A lot of people are taking uh, Maryland on campus, so it's all right. You're, no, you're are they really? Wow. Yeah, man. a lot of them are. Yeah. Well, I, listen, at least Josh Jackson brings some excitement to, to Maryland football for a change. And yeah, you have a great absolutely. game on campus, so, that, so everybody's winners uh, in one way. Yeah, very right. true. Everyone is going to be a winner. Thank you, Chris, for the time. Until next week, good luck with your prop bets, everybody out there. That's the RPO for this week, uh, NFL Week 2 player prop bets. We'll be back with Lance Meadow. Talking Giants football. That's next here on the Sports Grid TV Network. This is At the Window.
Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Full-time fantasy. We did see Chris Thompson last week, seven receptions for 68 yards, and we did get someone call earlier about starting him. I I still don't feel great, uh, depending on what your options are, because... You know, if he's not involved in the passing game or if this game's close and they feed Peterson, then Thompson has a very low floor because he's not assured of getting anything on the ground. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Back on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Talking Giants football with the, I don't want to say great, I don't think he's earned that title yet, the very good Lance Meadow in just a second. You could, you could of course, hear Lance on WFAN. He does the pre, halftime, and post-game hosting for all Giant football games and, of course, on Sirius XM NFL Radio, also on Sirius XM Mad Dog Radio. He also does a great job on Westwood One Sports. The very good Lance Meadow joins me now. What's going on, Lance? I'm doing all right, Sean. The introduction started off shaky, and you redeemed yourself. So I'll oh. give you kudos for that. I appreciate that, Lance. Uh, I was thinking about how to introduce you. You know, I was like, 
you know, I, I don't want to kind of give him too much credit great yet. You're getting there, you know. Uh, maybe a couple well, more years. Nobody loves patting themselves on the back more so than me. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, that, that you true. are here to keep the ego in check. You're no Nick Costos yet, you know, as, as our, our, our uh, No, well, our buddy. we can only be in that same category, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Lance, <laughs> we'll get to the Giants. We'll get to the Giants' bills because that's what I, I really want to talk about. Uh, but first, you're a delusional Chicago Bulls fan, uh, as I like to put delusional. it. Delusional? Wow, that would be an interesting way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. I see uh, where we're going with Well, it. you know, with the Michael Jordan and the LeBron hate on Twitter, I, you know, it's, it's, it, it's never ending. Um, I'm kidding, of course. But uh, you followed this team since you, you know, since you started watching basketball, I, I suppose. Um, the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30, I, I watched it. I was, I was amazed that it just, and I forgot at how much, how different he was back in the day without social media, uh, wearing a, you know, dressing up as a woman uh, to promote his book, uh, in here in, in Times Square and what have you. Uh, I thought they did a great job, you know, uh, ESPN did with the 30 for 30. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it, but he said it in, in, during that, uh, 30 for 30 that he was as popular as Michael Jordan in the late nineties. Is that an overstatement? Is that true? I don't think that was an overstatement. I mean, if you go back to those great Bulls teams, the second three-peat, I mean, Rodman was extremely popular. And remember, when he made that statement and the people that were commentating about that, it wasn't just necessarily considering his basketball career, Sean. I think a lot of it had to do with what he did off the court. You know, you look at the cultural icon, essentially, he was. I think that's a big part of where Rodman's popularity came into play. So, you know, when you take that into consideration, I don't think that's necessarily hyperbole. Was he as great of a basketball player as Jordan? No. no. I mean, we certainly don't need to sit here and debate that. But from a popularity standpoint, yeah, I think Rodman's name was out there. I think if you ask most average basketball fans during those late to mid-90s, I think they would probably say Rodman was an extremely recognizable figure, whether or not you know they knew him in the mode of a basketball player or they knew him in the mode of somebody that was just extremely popular for what he did off the court. Maybe in the states, I just don't think internationally he was as popular as Jordan, who at that at that time, you know, in Europe, Jordan was really popular with the Dream Team in nineteen ninety two, and we're talking late nineties. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was definitely very popular. It helps that he was hanging out with Hulk Hogan. Back uh, in WCW days when he was part of the NWO. I mean, that's how big this guy was. It, it's crazy. Well, he was taking his vitamins and measuring his 24-inch <laughs> python. So, you know, anybody who was doing that was probably in good shape. But, but how depressing was it? It's depressing. He has no family. He doesn't deal with any of the, his mom. He doesn't have a relationship with his mom or any of his kids. I mean, I, I really feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I think that was actually one of my biggest takeaways from the documentary. And first of all, I thought it was a, a really good job of of showing you who he was as an individual on and off the court. I think we know a lot about how great a rebounder Dennis Rodman was, but what I learned was I didn't know much about his childhood, his upbringing. You know, when he went to play community college in Oklahoma, you know, and living with a completely different family, I, I thought that was fascinating. And you're right. I mean, it is a sad commentary that a lot of the things off the court separated him from his family. And even to this day, you know, he doesn't seem to have much interaction, which just goes to show you. You know, not to get completely into a whole other subject matter, but, you know, the way we sometimes look at professional athletes, when we criticize them, we put them under the microscope, I think a lot of us forget that they're individuals. They have faults and they have emotions. And I think the Rodman documentary, what it shed some light on is you could be on top of the world. You could be an extremely decorated basketball player. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's one of arguably the greatest rebounders in NBA history, but that doesn't mean that when you take the jersey off, 
you're on top of the world and everything is great. So, you know, Rodman to me was an extremely complex individual who, as great as he was as a basketball player on the court, they certainly had his fair share of dark demons that were showcased. And I think that's what the documentary shed light on, which to me, by the way, I think it says a lot about that Bulls team that they had to go through all of that off the court. And despite having to deal with that, they kept him in check enough, got him to produce enough to not just have the 72 and 10 season, but then to go on two separate ones following that to repeat as champion. That says a lot about that team. If Reinsdorf and Kraus uh, keep that team together, do they win? How many more titles do they win? I think Rodman said two more at least, and Scottie Pittman said two more at least. Do you think they would have won at least two more championships if they stayed together? Well, I mean, given the fact that you introduced the buildup about how I feel about Michael Jordan, if you take now, I'm going to go on the record even in a Three? I, I thought you were going to go ability. five, you know. <laughs> no, well, yeah. well, here's the thing. I, I, I think if you're going to play that game, first of all, the best potential for them to win championships would have been the year and a half that he was out of basketball because you still yeah. had Jordan in his prime. Right. And also I think that you had Pippen, who was a little bit younger, didn't have as much mileage. To say that there was potential for that group to win beyond 98, I don't know. Because, you know, from what I heard, and I, Phil Jackson's been on the record saying that, you know, that team was really run down. And they were probably going to break up that team to have to get younger if they wanted to continue to win. Because, you know, Luke Longley had no knees. Steve Kerr saw better days. Tony Kukoc. I mean, the laundry list goes on and on. So I think it's a good question. I don't think they're a lock to have said that that team would have continued to play at a high level beyond 98. However, if you want to have the conversation, could they have knocked off the Houston Rockets if they would have played them? I think that would have been a hell of a matchup to see. And I certainly would have favored the Bulls because of experience. And also because, like I said, I don't think the core was as worn down as they perhaps would have been if they continued to play into that 98-99 season. I agree with you there. I, I think they would have uh, beaten the Houston Rockets. It would have been a good series with Akeem Olajuwon at his peak powers, but uh, yeah, I think they would have won. All right, uh, only have a few more minutes. So I want to get to the Giants. Uh, are you going to uh, line up? Well, it's nice of you to bury the lead all this time. Yeah. Yes, let's get to the <laughs> no, well, I mean, the Bulls conversation is fascinating to me. But uh, the Giants, Bills, Bills are, le- are uh, right now two-point favorites on the road at MetLife for this matchup. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor that you are going to suit up and actually pl- play a wide receiver this week because the Giants really are in need of some, somebody to catch the football with Sterling Shepard now ruled Yeah, that's out. a good question. Well, they did have me run some routes during the course of the week. <laughs> uh, I was weighed down by the helmet because there's only so much that I can keep up with simultaneously. Yeah, that's pretty much the million-dollar question with respect to the receiving core. I mean, you're 100% right about that. The injury report came out earlier today. Sterling Shepard's out with the concussion. They're already down Golden Tate because of the four-game suspension. Cody Latimer, who's their third wide receiver, is nursing a calf injury that came to light on Wednesday during practice. It didn't even have anything to do with the Cowboys game. So, yeah, there's potential they could go into Sunday's game with their fourth, their fifth, and their sixth wide receiver, which includes one of the guys that didn't even make the 53-man roster in T.J. Jones, but at least has familiarity with the scheme because he was with the team for the majority of the preseason and training camp. It's a very shaky situation for the Giants. I think the positive, though, for them is you still have Saquon Barkley, Sean, and you still have Evan Ingram, who is essentially their number one wide receiver. Let's face it. He's a pseudo-wide receiver for what they ask him to do in that offense, and I think he proved that with a very impressive performance in the opener against the Cowboys when he had 11 catches for 116 yards 
which were both career highs. So they still have weaponry out there for Eli Manning. The big thing is the Bills have the number one secondary in the NFL. They were number one against the pass last mm-hmm. season. I don't need to tell you that. I mean, yep. you're very familiar with that team. So, you know, for everybody that wants to sell me on the fact, oh, well, the Giants will be okay because they have Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram, yeah, that's great. And you're certainly going to want to lean on them. But let's not overlook and dismiss what I consider to be one of the most underrated defenses in the NFL right now, which is the Buffalo Bills. And it's not just their secondary, Sean. I would argue I'd put their front seven up there with just about anybody, considering they've got a rotational group that Leslie Frazier likes to use. They had four sacks last week, and they also did a great job batting balls down. They had five batted balls at the line of scrimmage. And I guarantee you they're going to try to do the same thing against Eli Manning this week. It did help that they played the hapless Jets, but that's a conversation for another time. But uh, no, you're you're, well, it you're certainly correct. Did, you're correct. But, but in fairness, in fairness, Sean, you did have Le'Veon Bell out there. You had no, I agree. You know, no, no, no. I was just not yeah, impressive in the core, but there was some weapons out there. Yeah, no, I, I think the Bills have the potential to have a top, you know, top three, top five defense uh, once again this this, this year. Um, and and you mentioned it, top, the front seven. If Ed Oliver gets going. And he had some, some yeah. uh, you know, some nice plays uh, against the Jets. Uh, they could really be special. But only have uh, about a minute and a half here. But uh, I wanted to uh, ask you about how will the, the Giants offensively attack the Bills defensively? You, you mentioned it. Is it going to be a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley? They have a great pass defense, as you mentioned, the Buffalo Bills. It has to be Saquon. Heavy doses of, of Saquon Barkley, right? Yeah, that's what I think that they're going to lean heavily on. And I think an interesting connection to this, which is not necessarily related to how they're going to attack the Bills, but last year the Giants played the Eagles in Philadelphia. And that was the last time that people debated why Saquon Barkley didn't have as many touches. He was limited in the second half. They had that big lead, if you remember, and they blew it. And the last time that happened, the very next game, Pat Shermer fed Saquon Barkley, and he had nearly 30 touches. So given the narrative outside of the Cowboys game was, well, why did Saquon only have 15 touches? And I would argue game flow had a lot to do with that. Yes, I think that it's going to be a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley. They'll mix in Evan Ingram, and they're going to hope that they stay stay in favorable downs and distances on third down so they don't have to rely on those wide receivers to play hero ball. All right, only 15 seconds, Lance. Um, Pat Shermer. Made some some uh, news with Josh Allen saying that uh, he has a chance to be a starter in the NFL, and uh, apparently the Bills are motivated by that comment. Uh, is that much to do about nothing? Is that overblown? Yeah, completely blown out of proportion. His yep. quote was essentially about when they were studying him for the draft, Sean, and they said that they basically thought he had the potential to be a starter, and I think people ran wild with it to make it something where there really wasn't much substance at all. I think the Bills may run with it right. for motivation. Thank but at you, the Lance. end of the day, it's meaningless for the time. Thank you, Lance. Right. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. 
if there is any negative information about you online. GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Sunday in week one, Daily Roto's own Drew Dinkmeyer, who was on with Gabe Morenzi and Joe Ranieri today on the morning after. He took down 100000 in a FanDuel tournament, setting his lineups using this DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. He explained how to use it. Now, you guys, if you missed the interview, here, here you go. Listen up. Just four days later, last night, another employee, Colin Drew, won 103000 bested Dinkmeyer by $3,000 in a DraftKings tournament doing the same thing. With seven Daily Roto customers having now already won $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament and registered users like Drew and Colin winning thousands of dollars each week, the jury is out. If you're playing DFS and not using DailyRoto.com's DFS lineup optimizer, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION. For a 10% discount, that's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Drew does a great job, and Colin Drew uh, as well. So you got the two Drews there uh, taking down a FanDuel and DraftKings tournament. Guys, get on this now. All right, time to talk some college football with my buddy, one of my favorite segments of the week, Pete Futek from College Football News. Pete, happy uh, Friday. I know it's not a great week on on the paper at least for the upcoming uh, college football slate but there's always some upsets I know it's going to be something we're talking about on Sunday that we didn't expect but what do you look for this week on Saturday what's the biggest game or the most exciting game as far as you're concerned 
Yeah, there's not a lot. You know, like you said, there's no LSU, Texas, or Texas A&M Clemson this week, but this is usually where something funky or quirky happens. This is the week before all the conference action really kicks in. So more than anything else, it's can these uh, the Power 5 programs beat the group of five programs that they're going on the road to face? You've got uh, Maryland who's going to Temple. That's one of those games that looks like it's on paper. It's too, way too easy and too obvious. Uh, that's one that says Air Force going to Colorado. It's only getting like four and a half. Yep. So there's all these various small little things that people are jumping on, and they're liking the group of fivers against the power fivers. But I think this is going to be one of those weeks where if you like the favorites, go for it. All right, speaking of favorites, Clemson travels to the Carrier Dome and takes on Syracuse. We know how it, uh, what, what went down last year. Close game uh, with Clemson. Uh, you know, squeaking out a victory. And two years ago, Syracuse did win the football game against Clemson. What do you expect this week? Can Clemson cover the 28-point spread? That's my question. It's a lot. And remember, how, how did Syracuse do it over the last two years? They knocked out Kelly Bryant two years ago uh, with the ankle injury, and then they literally knocked out Trevor Lawrence last year. Right. They still got the guys. They've got the, the, the defensive end of one of the best pass rushes in the country that can absolutely step up and just bother them in the backfield. It is the first sellout in the Carrier Dome since 1998 when Donovan McNabb was playing against a Tennessee team That's that ended amazing. up winning the national championship. Wow. Uh, it, it is kind of crazy. and uh, Yeah, you know, a long-winded way of saying I think they could do it. I, I've kind of been liking the big giant underdog so far. New Mexico State last week against Alabama. If you're going to give me 55-and-a-half, I'm happy to take 55-and-a-half <laughs> points. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M was my lock of the century for last week, and that covered easily. Uh, yeah, but uh, that was a little bit dicey at the end. But it yeah, it was. Out. It was a fourth and goal uh, touchdown. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It covered. Yeah, it, covered. it was all never, never in doubt, never in question. <laughs> yeah. um, and this week, it, it's a lot. See, you have to remember with these games, it's so hard because you can have a, a complete and total wipeout and not cover. Like, that seems to be an Alabama issue occasionally where you can get up 38 nothing and then just sort of stop. So to cover that much if you're Clemson, uh, all you need if you're looking for Syracuse is a couple touchdowns, and you can probably cover this thing. All right, so that being said, are you going to take UCLA at home against Oklahoma? 23 and a half yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it should work. I, we don't, here's one, we're still in the land of the unknowns yet. Yeah, uh, because we still don't quite know if Oklahoma is just that good, or you just played Houston and South Dakota. You know, Houston doesn't have a defense. South Dakota is South Dakota. Of course, Oklahoma is good. Of course, it's you know going to be amazing all season long. And UCLA's defense has actually been okay I mean, because the offense is so miserable. Uh, the team's getting a bad rap at the moment, and rightly so. But that D is holding up just enough. I, I'm not going to go crazy on it, but yeah, I think I think I, I'm still waiting for. There's certain teams I'm just waiting for them to flip that switch. Eventually, UCLA's offense is going to do something. We still don't know if Oklahoma's defense is that great. Right. So for the again, long-winded way of kind of saying, I kind of like UCLA and the points at home, but again, that's kind of a, a lot of unknowns in this one. So. How about Maryland? Will they put up another 50, 60 points this week against Temple on the road in in Philly? It falls under the category of until proven otherwise, which has been my kind of my theme for this season so far. Until proven otherwise, 
Yeah, jump on the number one offense in college football. I like it. I it, like it. Yeah. If, 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 it, if it doesn't work, you know, Temple's only played one game against an FCS and blew them out. Uh, but look, it started. That was one of the big things starting out on, on Sunday last week. It's like Vegas tried to sneak out there. We're going to put Maryland minus four. And hopefully the world, and then the world jumped on it because it went up to minus eight in 30 seconds. Uh, but that is, seems to be way low at seven and a half. So until proven otherwise, yeah, I'm going to kind of stick with the Terps and think that they might actually have something here. All right. Uh, speaking of Mac, uh, you know, until proven otherwise, how about Mac Brown undefeated as uh, head coach at North Carolina? They take on Wake Forest. That's tonight, 6 o'clock. The time is, is the start, Eastern. Three-point favorites to Demon Deacons. Do you like the, Deacon, the Demon Deacons to cover in this one, or will Mac yeah. Brown go 3-0? Oh, you do. All right. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a bi- I'm a big stay away. I just, I can't, I, I'm not a believer yet in North Carolina. And, and to, your, to your point from before, my point includes something otherwise, Wake Forest has been pretty awesome. You know, they've, yeah. that offense has been a real deal. I mean, Utah State's a real live win. You know, they've been pretty solid. Going to Rice is no big deal, but they got that without a problem. So at home, it's not a lot just because they're getting the three because they're at home. Uh, North Carolina's been strong, but that defense hasn't been all that great. Uh, the Tar Heels have been good. So flipping a coin here, I'm going with Lake Forest just because it's at home and because I do believe in the offense. But this is a stay-away game. Big game in Orlando, the Central Florida, right? The Knights, Golden Knights, yep. that take on Stanford. UCF, you'll be corrected instantly. Yep. They are not yep. Central Florida. They are UCF. Oh, well, that's how they're listed. All they, right. That's it. The, and they they're will, also they national champions, that, yes. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually, tech, I, I hate this. They technically are. It sucks. But according to the record books, they actually are just as much as Alabama is for like five of their national champions. Oh, but it's, I digress. It's, it's obnoxious. But in, in any event, all right. Oh, it th- totally is. Totally right. is. Yeah. All right. They're at home against Stanford, a power five. Uh, conference, uh, uh, Power 5 foe, right? And this is what they want. They want to play the better mm-hmm. teams, right? The Power 5 teams. But this isn't a great Stanford team. I know they get Costello back at quarterback this Saturday. Nine-point favorites in this one. So, I mean, people are expecting them to beat Stanford down. What do you What do you say? Do, does Stanford have That's an upset in them? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of points. Of course. That's too many. You know, and I, I think UCF wins this, but in going in the prognosticating thing with this point, the smarter play is Stanford because they could absolutely win this outright. And if you're getting nine, I would see last time I checked and it's seeing seven and a half, which I still thought was a little too much. Uh, again, Stanford, when you have a case like this where you're not shocked if Stanford wins this outright and you're getting nine, go for it. Again, I like UCF. It's a good team. They're still trying to figure out their they have three quarterbacks right now, and they're trying to figure it all out. Plus, if you watched, and hopefully you didn't because you've got PTSD now, if you watched <laughs> that Stanford-Northwestern game, which might have been the ugliest football game ever played, you, you kind of have it in your mind that, wait a minute, this defense can absolutely destroy teams if it wants to. It didn't do it last week against USC. But again, I, I, Stanford and the points. I'm not happy about it, but yeah. All right, moving on. You, uh, USC, all right, on the road at BYU. Um BYU getting four points in this, so the Trojans are favored by four points on the road. Look mightily impressive without JT Daniels at quarterback uh, last week against Stanford, who we just talked about. What do you make of the Trojans? Are they for real? Can they cover this this point spread uh, in uh, at BYU? Edan Slovis, the fourth string freshman quarterback, going twenty eight of thirty three last week. He was Stanford. impressive. That was, that- yeah. That, that is when the until proven otherwise goes the other way. Because I, I thought there was no way 
that those at Stanford and USC were going to score more than a combined like five points. And they have this shootout of crazy shootouts. So, okay, sometimes you just, you know, you go with what you think you know, and then everything quits. BYU at some point, we're kind of waiting for them to get good. You know, they, they have a defense, but they didn't do anything against uh, Utah or even Tennessee. Uh, the offense has been fine, not great so far. USC's defense has been, been okay. And finally, they have a little bit of a running game. I, again, I'm a Power Five snob, so I guess USC in this. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I just there's this no, there's this gnawing thing that keeps thinking eventually BYU is going to turn something on and be a whole lot better than this. Even though they did beat Tennessee, uh, I'm going to still stick with USC. They seem to have found something here. Uh, whether or not it's that they're angry that the world is against them or thinking they're going to fire Clay Helton, they seem to be playing just good enough to keep on winning. All right, Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State was off last week. They had a bye. They barely beat you and I, uh, Northern uh, Iowa, 29-26 in triple overtime. That's Iowa State. Uh, Iowa shut out Rutgers last week, 30 to nothing. This is a big game, rivalry game. Uh, the Hawkeyes are favored by a point and a half. I, I have the Hawkeyes uh, in this one. I have them winning the game, although it's a rivalry game. You never know which way it's going to go. Nathan Stanley, I think, is ultimately too much for Iowa State. How do you see this one shaking out, Pete? Yeah, don't don't think too hard. It's it's sometimes it's sometimes you just go. I was better. They're a better team. I know game day. It's Ames Day tomorrow. Yep. Uh, when they when you ESPN comes into town and Iowa State's just one of those quirky teams, and they're like that again. Where they could go to triple overtime against Northern Iowa, and on the right day they could beat Oklahoma. You know, they're just they just have that style where they just make you play to their level. But again, only one and a half. Iowa's a better team. And if, if Iowa State, if you're picking Iowa State to win, you're kind of looking for something mystical or magical, like you said, from a rivalry or some other standpoint here. Uh, because just on straight, which team is better, it's Iowa, and they're only giving away one and a half. All right, last game, Ohio State at Indiana, 17 and a half. The Buckeyes are favored. Can the Indiana Hoosiers, can they give the, the, the Buckeyes any problems? Can, can they stay with them in this game? I hate this game because I, I see it so. Cl- I think I see it so clearly because it's what happened a couple of years ago. Where, uh oh, look out! Indiana's you know they, you know picking apart the Ohio State secondary here. Oh, they're making a game of it. And then in three plays, the game went from close to an utter blowout because Ohio State just had the explosion. That could just happen again. I just it, yeah. this Ohio State offense is so explosive. There's so many weapons. They, their NFL receiving core is just unbelievable. It's right there with Alabama and Clemson. J.K. Dobbins broke out a little last week. Justin Fields looked like he's all right. Indiana's got an offense, but nah. I, you go with Ohio State on the road. It's not going to be as bre- light and breezy as the last two weeks have been, uh, but they are going to win this thing. I do think they win by three touchdowns. All right, Pete. Yeah, wow. Pete, uh, I have the last game for you. I've got 15 to 20 seconds here. Michigan State, 14.5-point favorites at home against Arizona State. Do they cover? Yes, love it, right. love it, love it. Uh, Mich- Michigan State's been the most underappreciated team so far. They, the defense is number one in the nation against the run again. It was like that last year. They just had an offense that could only score seven points a game at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah. Now they fixed the glitch. And it was, there was, everyone around Michigan State was saying it all offseason, Brian LeWork, he's back, he's better now, he's healthy, the shoulder's fine. And all of a sudden, the offense, okay, it's Western Michigan, you know, whoop-de-doo. But if they get any offense, everything's all good. I think they cover this. Great stuff. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. Read his stuff. Thanks, Pete. Anytime, man. I'm going. All right, there he goes. I agree with him. I think Michigan State does cover. Very underrated football team in the Big Ten. 
All right, that'll do it for At the Window here on a Friday. Enjoy the football, everybody. Until next week, see you later. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america made sailors is the leading cleaning service in new york city and boston we service homes offices corporate apartments and airbnb turnarounds give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now that's 212-299-5170 use the promo code fntsy for 15 percent off your first cleaning for more information go to madesailors.com that's madesailors.com let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Game time decisions uh, between uh, Cincinnati and Seattle as Seattle is my team. And if you want to talk about uh, a team that was probably one of the luckiest teams to win in week one, it was Seattle. I know John Ross had that touchdown a little bit late, but they really put pressure on Wilson. And Metcalf actually stepped up and made some nice uh, catches, a Seattle rookie. But Russell Wilson was under duress all day. And I got to give uh, Taylor a lot of credit. He did a good job with that Cincinnati team. It's a tough place to play. Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At The Window. All right, all right. Enough smack talk. Let's get to the NFL, baby. All right. Prop bets. Chris, fire away. We'll look at six, and we'll tell you whether to run with it. We'll have some run um, props. We'll have some pass props. So we'll run with it or pass with the prop bet. Here we go. Chris, first one up. All right, first one up. Dalvin Cook going against the Green Bay Packers. Over or under 70 and a half rushing yards for Dalvin Cook this week? Uh, improved Green Bay Packers defense, right? I have to admit that. They were atrocious last year. Uh, but I love Dalvin Cook. I like that offensive line. I've talked about that all offseason. 
He is the key to the Vikings offense. Look, they won last week with Cousins passing for 98 passing yards. I mean, that's unheard of. It's all about Dalvin Cook. If he can stay healthy, he went over 100. He's going to go over that total this week. I like Dalvin Cook over with the rushing yards. Ah, I'm going to disagree with you, Sean. I think oh. this is going to be Green Bay all day in this game. I think the Vikings are going to be behind a lot. I think they're going to have to throw the ball more than they're going to have to run the ball. I can see Dalvin Cook with anywhere from maybe 55 to 60 rushing yards, but I don't think he's going to go over 70 in this game. All right, game. good. We disagree there as it's up on the big board there, the prop bets for this weekend. All right, let's go. All right, over 70 and a half rushing yards. Dalvin Cook, I say. You say under. I say over. All right, number two. All right, we got Damian Williams going against the Raiders. Over or under 28 and a half receiving yards for Damian Williams? Boy, that, that's really a tough one for me because, uh, you know, well, Sean McCoy is going to eat into his uh, playing time there in Kansas City. But for what it's worth, I think he'll be the passing option, the, uh, the catcher uh, out of the backfield for more so than Sean uh, McCoy. So I'm going to go over, over receiving yards 28 and a half for Damian Williams this Sunday. What do you say? Uh, I, th- I agree with you on this one. I'm going over. No Tyreek Hill in this game. They're definitely going to use Damian Williams a lot more in the passing game. Not really worried that LaShawn McCoy is going to eat into his uh, reps in the passing game. So I think Damian Williams to get this with one catch, a 30-yard touchdown or something like that. I'll take the over. All right, so one. so far I'm running with two of them, uh, and, and you are as well. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go. Number three. All right. Aaron Rodgers over uh-huh. under 260 and a half passing yards against the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday. Well, they can't run the football, the Green Bay Packers, with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. They don't seem to um, figure out who they like uh, in that backfield anyway. Um, I, you know, they have a great defense. It's great secondary as well, the Vikings. So it's going to be tough sledding, passing on that, that offense, uh, that defense. But you know what? It's Aaron Rodgers. I think they'll put up some points against the Vikings defense as good as they are. So, yeah, I'm going to go over that passing total for Aaron Rodgers. Over. Yeah, I'm going to go over with that, too. I think, like I said before, I think this is going to be Green Bay all day in this game. I really like Rodgers to have a big bounce back game. 